All right, and we're live. What's up, everybody? Um, I would like to, you know, introduce uh, Rosario and I. Um, Hello, what's up? I'm Rosario. Yeah, and I'm Riley. And this, this is, is our this is classic mix-up. So this is our kind of our our brainchild, our our kind of pride and joy that Rosario and I have been wanting to start up for a while now. But we've been working on it for a little bit. Yeah, we uh been doing we've been doing some test runs and hopefully this is the first episode to see the light of day. Um yep. but basically to run it down, what we want this podcast to be is just um a little like discussion of music that is close to mine and Rosario's hearts. Uh, my, uh, me and Rosario are like longtime friends since eighth grade. And we've yep. talked about music since and then. This and this we bond over, yeah. Yeah, we both, you know, go to go to colleges and pretty, you know, pretty dis, dis fuck, pretty far distances from yeah, each other. Yeah, we're so nowhere near each other, so we don't we, see each other in real life ever. Yeah, we, we keep in contact through this podcast. So, it's you know, it's a couple avenues, and hopefully we're like, you know, we need to do something to keep in touch. And we're going to start right. the podcast talking about music. And it's going to um, be easy for us because that's what we talk about anyways, right? Yeah, when we're together. And, you know, the namesake of the show is from our dear, dear friend, Will Goodman, who... Uh, shout out. Shout out, Will. He, you know, not, he's supposed to be on this podcast, but he'll, he'll be... He'll, you know, he'll, be, a, he'll be a special guest at he'll, times. He'll show he'll be, up. He'll he's be sprinkled a, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's kind of like our honorary third member. And, and you know, he's a technical guy. So shout out, Will, for helping shout us. Shout out, Will. Yep. Um, idea and we tried once and we failed, but we're yes. trying again now and it's going to work this time. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, he, you know, he, uh, he kind of coined the phrase, the classic mix up or, you know, through his friends cl claim classic mix up. And we would even say the name in discussion. Oh, what a classic mix up. Cause I'm always mixing up, uh, song names and album names and, and album name like the lyric names and Rosario is always there to correct me and say, I'm yeah, like, I'm, I'm kind of like the encyclopedia guy. And Riley's kind of like the musical knowledge guy. So between mm -hmm. the two of us, we we have a lot of uh, stuff to talk about. A lot about. of nerd shit. Yeah, okay. right. Well, a lot of nerd shit. And you're going to hear that later today because yeah. we're talking about at least one nerd album today. Nerdy album. Right. So, so, so I mean, I don't know if you to the podcast, Riley. You can go ahead. You can go ahead. No, I was, I was just, yeah. So basically the premise of this whole thing is that, I mean, we're going to be able to talk about whatever we want, obviously, but we do kind of have like a theme to try to keep us on topic and have stuff to do week to week. So our theme is, or our, I guess, gimmick is that every week we're going to give each other an album to listen to, and then we're going to discuss it on the podcast. So, yeah. So, for example, for this week, uh, Riley gave me Glow On by Turnstile, and I gave Riley In the Aeroplane Over the Sea by Neutral Milk Hotel, and we're just kind of... An iconic indie those. staple. Yep, it's a staple. Classic. We're going to talk about yeah. those. We're going to talk about whatever else is on our mind, maybe talk about some new music and just kind of see where it goes, I guess. Yeah. Music politics, man. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully um, we're just hoping it's a, you know, this is a good way to reach people that have the same uh, passion for music that Rosario and I do. And, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like, obviously we love Twitter. We have Twitters and stuff that you can reach out to us and like have discussions or like call us yeah, out that'd be for, awesome. for our, our like bad takes or something like yeah. We'll plug I love, that. Uh, I loved having a little discourse and having a little uh, yeah, yeah discussion. And also for people who aren't into music that much, maybe you stumble upon this. I hope you find some new things to listen to. Maybe yeah. you haven't heard either of these albums, and you know they're yeah. both pretty good. So I would definitely recommend well, checking them out. What I like to what I like to see this as is like we're both. I'm not really serious about this, and I don't think you are either. No, like we're kind of just trying to have fun, and I don't know. 
yeah talk. just it's just we're just two friends talking about music if if no let's put it this way if no one listens to this we won't really care we're gonna keep doing this every week for as long as we can so yeah yeah it, yeah. yeah well that's well said yeah so that's our our little uh episode one introduction yeah so i guess we can can hop right into it yeah do you want to do you want to start off with the turnstile album because i think we both have a little less to say about it or do you want to jump um, into the yeah, we can we can start off with um, yeah, we can start off with the turns off. Glow on, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want to want to say if you okay. you picked it or, or what? So yeah, this is like my album of the month. This is like I uh, so Turnstile was a band formed I think like you know like ten years ago, ten something years ago, and they're known as like a pretty big like hardcore band punk band even maybe pop punk alt punk whatever um and they they've had they have like three albums um and i i i recently discovered them at the beginning of the month and um i started with their newest album glow on glow on which is what i gave rosario to listen to it came out uh august 27th 2021 uh it's it only runs like a half an hour. I know Rosario likes Which shorter like. albums. <laughs> yeah, um, I do like that a lot. And this is kind of an, I wanted to give you this album because it's kind of an ode to the music that me and you like kind of like yes. met as when we were both it's, friends, like when we met so each other. You bring that up because I was going to say the same thing. You like low key stole my thunder there, but anyways, go on. Yeah, dude. So yeah, that's why I gave you this because I'm like, it ro- reminded oh, me that. of eighth grade when we met and we were both yeah. listening to like, like um i mean it wasn't as the same it, it, it wasn't as heavy no 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 this is more like okay this, this is yeah this is, this is more it, enjoyable like in hindsight like this is i find this more enjoyable like um but like we were all listening to like green day and all time low oh, and yeah. like i remember Big that Blink 182 so, was actually yeah, our yep. yeah california our Blink 182. yeah it was right when that album california came out so we are well. You're about to be twenty. I'm nineteen. I'm twenty already. My oh, you're twenty already. Oh yeah, it was just your birthday. Ago. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So 20. that was this was like probably we six were like, years ago. Yeah, we're like thirteen, fourteen. Maybe. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So anyway, so it's just it like, but it's it's on all of my album. It, it's on my chill. It's my on my driving playlist. It's on. Yeah, because there's. It's, it's on my workout playlist. Um, and it's branched off into listening to all of their stuff and enjoying every single song. And okay, cool. So I thought, you, and I thought you'd enjoy it. That's I did much... enjoy it. I'll start okay. by saying that. Um, I'll say one thing is that I was looking at the cover of this album. So if if anyone hasn't seen the cover of this album, it's like a pink, like a light pink, and I think it has uh, it has like clouds on it, right? I should mm-hmm. probably be looking at it. I'm yeah, sorry. it is. That's exactly what. The yeah, cover so is. it's it's pink. It's a very light color scheme. It's just got some clouds on it. And then I looked at the Apple Music description, and it's like hard rock. And I'm like, oh, interesting. So this, I didn't, I, I didn't really know what it was gonna sound like at all going into it. Yeah. But uh, so good. yeah, I will say it caught me a little off guard. But I was like super, super into it once it started. So <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a heavy. It is hard rock, but it's also um, it's I, one thing I'll say I liked about it when I think my gripe with some stuff in this genre is like the way the vocals are delivered sometimes comes off as a little like screamy to me. Like, I don't yeah. like, I don't like, you know, anything that's too heavy or anything that has like some screamo elements to it. I've never yeah. gotten into that, but I, I really like the singer's voice in this. And I love how he delivers I, the lyrics. I totally agree. I, it makes it like stomachable, like to have that, 
that heavy instrumentation and like just like a pretty normal good singing voice like average rock it, singer it reminds it me of like um even like um henry rollins like you know when he was in um oh shit what was it what, what was he Black Flag. I, I don't know what oh okay I mean, like that's some stuff that I mean, I'm sure I don't know if you got into in middle school, but I was into that right. stuff, that, like the punk, yeah. like true punk, like true punk, not like pop punk. No, like real, like punk. Yeah, no, I was, I, I, I was big into pop punk, like Blink One Eighty Two, right. All Time but, Low, like you said. But this, what I like about this is, is it's got, it's got some singing in it, dude. Like, yeah, he's, I, a, he's I, a good singer. It, but it's, and it's, it's got the like, talking. It's yeah. Got, it's it's just like. But it's not screamo. You're not gonna be listening to like yeah, the and I, I or think that's like what that. sets it apart from other things in its genre. Because I don't know, like I said, hard rock is not necessarily my thing. But it, it, like I said, it, it sets apart from other things in its genre. Mm. And I was reading reviews of it, just trying to see what the, I guess the critical consensus was of it. It's got pretty positive reviews. Yeah. And I'll say one thing that I read in a review that like really resonated with me. I'm I'm giving credit, so it's not like I'm stealing it. But um, uh, Australian Guitar Magazine called the album a true masterclass in the art of heavy music, and that sentence really stuck with me because it says the art of heavy music. I think a lot of people, when they hear heavy stuff like this, kind of write it off as like easy cheap just like loud it's whole yeah. selling point is being loud in your face yep where this album felt more personal more well crafted more carefully made and maybe this could open me like open the door for me to listen to more hard rock heavy metal stuff like that yep. because this has shown me that it's not just cheap screamo shit it could be something really well made and artistic yeah no i totally i this is kind of like I got um, like it's very for some reason shades of like Fugazi. Fugazi mm-hmm. Okay, like, yeah. You do you know about them? Like yeah, they're yeah, very like that. that that they were like in the nineties and they were very like um, experimental and they were yeah. kind of like punk music, right? Anti- they, they're they're like one of the more like well known punk bands. Yeah. Um, and They're the sound funny. is kind of like that, but it's 2021. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's now, and this is a band that's been around for, you know, 12 years and, you know, yeah. relativity to punk. Like you can, you can go to a punk show and still like have good punk music. That's well-produced um, that, you know, you, you can still go into a decent mosh. Like you can watch some of their shows from, you know, a year or two, your past couple of years. And it's still like a punk show which I think is cool too. Like that attracted me is like, is. if you're going to like a, I don't know who even really does like true punk anymore. That's like, exactly. that, that's, that's the question. I, I mean like green day. Like I, I've been to green right. day a couple of times. I, I, think, I think this album proved that like punk is still alive. Like to me, listening to this album, it did not sound like 2021 to me. No, it did not. And it's, that, and, and it's great production too. Yeah. And that's what I was, when you were saying earlier, how it reminded you of, you know, when we met, what we listened to, we were listening to stuff from the early two thousands. Mm. This album feels like a time capsule to me. It doesn't sound it like this. It, it, that almost sounds like an insult. Saying it doesn't sound like it came out in twenty twenty one. The quality is there. I mean, I you know, it doesn't sound old. It just sounds like a style that's not done anymore. And I thought it was super refreshing and just like made me happy. 
that there's people out here doing this style. It's getting critical attention and it's getting commercial success because, I mean, it's a fairly popular album, at least in the music lover world. Mm-hmm. And that just made me super happy. Yeah, it, it's just... Uh, it's good. And like, what's awesome is I, I went and listened to, and since, you know, listening to that, this album, I've listened to all of their music, like Turnstiles music and like the other, yeah. the older albums just get more like rougher and like messier. And it's just so good. Like, I don't like, yeah. I recommend to you if we don't, if I don't recommend it to you, like, yeah, just like go this on podcast, man, like, go, like their first, I think it's like an EP technically is like step to rhythm or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. Like, it is so just pure, like, okay. just nasty punk. Like, it's just good. I'll have to give it a go. Um, but, yeah, this album, like, I don't know if you want to highlight a couple songs that you like, and I can kind of highlight mine. But Yeah, I would love to. I mean, I'll, I'll first start off by saying that I, I absolutely love uh, the inclusion of the song Alien Love Call and yeah. the slow song. Yep. Um, I thought that was kind of – kind of jarring in between Fly Again and Wild World and really just in the scope of the whole album. Yeah. But I thought it was super cool, an awesome change of pace. And if I had to give one criticism and actually say I wish they did kind of more stuff like that, because yeah. that's like pretty easily my favorite song, which goes against everything I've been saying about how I love the punk revival because it's like the least heavy song on it. Right. But it's a super cool song. I love Blood Orange's contribution on both the tracks that he's on. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I wish they I, I honestly leaned into that sound more but uh yeah some of the more like hardcore songs i liked is the first two tracks mystery and blackout were both great yep and then um i'd say the last song like i said lonely desires has blood orange on it but it's a little more heavy that was really sick too the dude i i i agree i i think like the heart of the album is strong as well like i mean i would say like song seven through ten which is endless fly again alien love call and wild world mm-hmm. are like so and even dance off is good but it's just not that like i like seven through ten like those tracks are yeah I, I actually completely agree with you i think eight through ten is my favorite three track run i mean yeah. i love alien love call and then sandwiched between those two heavy but still like soulful and you know fly again and wild world are also two of the best songs so yes i think they're more commercial sounding too i think yeah, maybe they're they're, they're catchy but they're still heavy and they're still they still stay true to the sound unlike yeah. alien love call but i like the diversion of the sound in alien love call yes it's, it's true and it's funny because i'm looking at the streams on spotify like alien love call is the second most streamed song on the album is like, it really or third i'm sorry fourth okay. i didn't scroll up to the top of it it's the fourth most but it goes mystery blackout holiday then um alien love call okay so those early tracks usually on average the early tracks in the right. album have more but streams, but. holidays track five and fly again it, it are sorry uh, alien love calls track yeah nine. which so those people really love that song i yeah. guess yeah no my my favorite song or one of my favorites i think i like this whole album i really don't have a song that i don't like on here but i love tlc it's a minute and 42 but it's, yeah i think it's like so good i don't know i I yeah, love it. Uh, I'll say about that one. I I didn't like the amount of re- repetition in that song, but once that ended, then it it started becoming better for me. But uh, I I felt like I was listening to Playboy Cardi or something because he kept saying the same thing over and over again. But 
I don't know. I just I love just the pure energy for like a it, oh, big time energy. This guy, this I don't I'm sorry, I don't know anyone's name in this band, but the lead singer does have big time energy. Yes. Yeah. No, there was a well I forgot what song it was. I'm trying to skim through like the songs. But there's this one it was like there's like this really good bass line in one of these songs, and it's like I was listening to this album and I was in line to get Chick-fil-A on my campus yeah and i was like banging like i was head banging you were yeah and i was like literally like like kind of doing the where you're standing up straight and i'm looking down at my phone i'm just like looking up yeah, and down. Like, I'm like, yeah 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 i know exactly what and, you're saying and Somebody i'm like hard and i i look up and i kind of blink and i look around and these girls in front of me are looking dead at me i'm like oh shit this music's good like <laughs> yeah dude if with music that makes you forget what's going on in the world around you that's that's yeah it was just pretty- yeah, I don't know. I there's just there's just so many high spots on this album. Like even don't play at the beginning. Yeah, where it's like the scream into the fast drum beat, and then yeah. it's just that at, at that point of the album, I think I was like, "Whoa!" But also, I was like, "I'm actually really liking this." So, yeah, my yeah. introduction to them was was blackout. I don't know. I heard it. On that's a, a great song. I think that's probably my second favorite. Yeah. It's just so good. I don't know. I can't even explain it's it. Because it's like, like, this album's hard because uh, for anyone who hasn't heard it, there's not like much to talk about. It's literally just like good. It's just heavy guitar riffs, fast paced drums, uh, good singing. It, it's like, I don't know. We're, we're not music critics. Like we, we, we just, it's sometimes it's hard for us to just say it. We like an album. Yeah. No, I, I I recommend this album to you because it's just an album yeah. that you need to hear. That's just fun. I understand it. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It you know, you can listen to it when you're sad, you can listen to it when you're happy, you can listen yeah. to this when you're running. Like I, I said, was like, say, I was still I, driving, I running. I want to go run around. I want to go run, and I'm not a runner. So. Right. I there was a the song Endless. I was like I was like, dude, I could like fight someone to this. Like, I'm like, like literally, like, you know, you know what this album made me want to do, Riley? You're gonna relate to this probably. I hope. That's it. That's I was, it. I was probably halfway through this album, and I'm like, man, I really want to play Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Right? Yes, dude. Yes, <laughs> that's what I said. Fly again, fly yeah. again is that song, dude. Yeah. If if okay, if, if you guys know what the Tony Hawk Pro Skater sound song. I can't talk. They needed this album only on that game. Like, don't throw any of the new stuff on it. Throw this there. Like, if you know the Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack sounds like, and you like it, highly recommend you listen to this album because I love that soundtrack. I love this album, and it makes me want to play the video. Oh, we put we both played the remastered, the one and two. Yeah, I I love. But. You could take that remastered soundtrack, take all the new songs off of it, and, throw and glow on with, glow with on this entire that. album, and you're not disappointed. That's just it's, yeah. You wouldn't. It would. It would. It would honestly it would fit right in. Right. But yeah, like that's about the highest praise you can give an album in this genre. I think it's just yeah. Tony Hawk. It's Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, that's. If it makes you want to play Tony Hawk. It's it's a good. I album. I felt so cool the other day because I went down to my uh my art school girlfriend my lovely girlfriend's school and i hung out with her friends and i was talking with one of her friends and i was like oh do you know turnstile and they were like you know obviously like more punk than me you know i'm rocking yeah. my button-up t-shirt you're, you're, and you're my 
my cargo shorts, like looking right. like I walk out of, you know, a Black Keys concert. And this person was like, like, oh yeah, like you have you heard of this album? And I like I felt like I was in a world that I like belonged in. Yeah. It wasn't like I'm talking like with about like Playboy Cardi and I don't know what, what's going on. I'm like, I know Turnstile. I'm like, Yeah, that's cool. Yep, I love when that happens. I know it's I, I, I don't want to sound like a loser, but I love when that happens in real life, especially. Because that yes. happens on that, that happens on Twitter every day. Oh yeah. But yeah. But, but finding mm-hmm. someone that you can talk to face to face about music, I, I think that's why we became such close friends. Yes. So, yeah. 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 It's an awesome feeling. Dude, yeah, for sure. And that's a I mean, that's what again. That's why I gave this album some time. It felt like a time capsule of like, it does of like going back to middle school and being like, it, dude, it, do you uh, listen yeah. to this? Do you listen to this? Do you listen to this? Yeah. I listen to this. Oh, dude, I've never heard of that. Like, like that kind of stuff. And that's still what we're doing now. Second year of college. That's still what we're doing. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. That's awesome, dude. I'm glad you picked it, man. It was it was an enjoyable listen. Yeah, dude, this is it's yeah. a good album, and I Flow recommend on it. by Turnstile. Yeah. It's uh, it's gonna be one of the probably my top song of the month. I mean, top album of the month. Nice. I mean, that's just you know calling it out. But yeah, yeah. Any any closing remarks? Yeah, I would just recommend it. I list uh, it's I my it it's it's eighty percent of my workout playlist. It's. I'm sure know. it would be good for that if I worked out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, it's just fun. You gotta you gotta do a nice you. You got to max out your squat. Maybe it's your last set of the day. Maybe yeah. you got to do some cardio at the end of the day. You throw. Oh some yeah, see, it would be good on. for cardio. Like I said, it makes you want to run and/or skateboard and/or play a skateboarding video game. That's a good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. All right. I don't know if you want to transition to. Yeah. Yeah. We can move on to right. sure. to the the big boy of the of the day. So, uh, the album I gave Riley, which is the the cult classic. Uh, in the Aeroplane Over the Sea by Neutral Milk Hotel, uh, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. And I know that's kind of a basic take. Okay? <laughs> I know it's like it's cringe or whatever because it's it's basically considered, if you don't know, this album is basically considered like the one essential music nerd album. So having it as your favorite is kind of like, I, I don't know. But, but I don't really care because I love the album. I think everything about it's, it is amazing. It's, and It's a... It's a favorite album for many for a yeah. very good reason. Right. And it's it's kind of like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy or an album like that where so many people like it that it almost becomes uncool to like it. But I don't care. I, I think it's an amazing album. And people like it for a reason. And, you know, it, it is a it's a classic. It's a cult classic. But, yeah, yeah. I, I just think I think it has like it has all the right elements. Like it has some of the most intriguing songwriting i've ever heard it's just it's off the wall and just like nothing you've heard before right um impressive vocal performance i think oh dude and disgusting just, like disgusting like the, the stuff that he can oh. do J- jeff magnum the stuff that jeff magnum can do with his voice yeah it's incredibly impressive oh, and then gross like yeah and a lot and some of this stuff we'll get into it later about individual facts about songs. Some of the stuff was recorded in one take shit like that. Just, Oh, but you can tell, like, I mean, it's, it's raw and emotional. It's It's just like, it's it's straight up. Well, it's funny that you gave me this album because I'm between me and you, I'm more of the indie nerd. Like I know of this album. 
I've heard, you know, obviously heard the namesake song in an airplane over the sea, like thousands and thousands of times. And I've heard of O'Comley and like, uh, uh, like that's it really those two songs, but I've never listened to the whole album. So yeah. you recommending yeah. this is something that I've, I've in, in, in more in indie centric, like headspace right. or social space, everybody's like, Oh my God, you haven't listened to this. Have, like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm trying to listen to like everything. And I'm like, Oh, whatever. And, this has been since beginning of high school. People have been recommending recommending mm-hmm. me this album. I'm just like, I can't do it. I can't. I got. I got to take some time to listen to other stuff, or I push yeah. it away. And but this is literally like the music I love, like which is funny. That's that's great because yeah. it's not an easily accessible album. Uh, by the way, which so I think a big reason of why it's considered such an essential music nerd album is for the reason that the average person might have a hard time getting into this because it sounds like nothing else someone has probably ever heard. Well, it doesn't open like a traditional album. Like I, I feel like the two, the first two songs, like mm-hmm. uh, King Carrot Flowers. King Carrot Flowers, yeah. Yeah. He, like that song isn't like really like anything like on the rest of the album until the second half of parts two and three. Right. Like, so basically part three of part three. King Carrot yeah. Flowers. Of like, the, yeah. It's like, I mean, I wrote a whole like paper for this shit. Like, I was listening to this album, and while I was writing, I like was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna forget about this. I'm gonna forget about this." Yeah, I literally a wrote lot, a whole paper a because of this album. To, uh, to the 40 minute runtime. Right, it's it's crazy. Like, I I have my first sentence on my paper that I'm reading off of is, "Airplane over the sea made me uncomfortable with emotion in the best way." Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a like. That's a like I hated I hated this like it made me like I needed to like it, it, go it, hug my mom or like, it, like go like talk to my girlfriend crawl. or say tell my friends I love them I don't know like I needed to like express especially emotion. the lyrics yeah yeah it's, it's the lyrics it's oh they're they're it's so much loss dude so I I love the lyrics like you're a big lyrics guy but I right. I'm more of the I like the way this sounds it sounds good right like, I I'm play, a little bit of both the, but. Between the two of us, but, I guess. I'm, but I'm the guitar. You know, I play guitar. Right. See, okay, yeah. I don't. I've never played an instrument, and I don't know anything about music really, so I don't appreciate that as much. I do yeah. appreciate the writing, though. So right. That is. That so is true. we're like, I may be attracted to a song that's more sad and lyrically, but I I get pumped to it because I'm like, dude, this is heavy. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. But it's sad as shit, and it, it is. you come it at is me and you're like, oh, this song isn't like I didn't enjoy this. Excuse me, I didn't enjoy this song because lyrically it just wasn't there. So I'm like, right. okay, so you gave me this album. I'm like, okay, I'm going to look at the lyrics while I'm listening to this. And that and was the, the best. And the lyrics decision. are a like doozy on this thing. Yes. And like, I the first two songs, I initially didn't look at the lyrics. And then I like, I <laughs> I think it's funny because King Carrot Part 2, part, King Carrot Flowers, like Part 2 and 3 is like literally like a minute of I love Jesus Christ. Yeah. And but just the way that he's singing though. Makes oh, it's, it's insane. I, lo- yeah. I can sing along to it. And you know, yeah, I'm not. I try i'm not a you know, i'm not a jc guy you know not right, right. right so it's not about that it's about no it's about it's good you know yeah, right. i'll be sitting in the car with my girlfriend she's like what are you why are you singing the, the, right, you're, you're in the car song. screaming i love you jesus christ and she's like what is going on she's and like i thought you i thought you made this i'm like dude i <laughs> yeah i am this song is just good no what's crazy is she loves this album my girlfriend loves yeah, this album we talked about like, i can't believe you haven't listened to this and she's like, I can't believe you haven't listened to this. 
Uh, and right when, right after you told me about this album and I listened to it, um, I go into class the next morning and my my, my professor has mm-hmm. a carrot tattoo with a crown on it. It's like around the step, like the top of the stem. Yeah. And someone asked him, why do you have a carrot tattoo? He's like, well, you know, the song King Carrot Flowers on uh, in an airplane over the sea. No, I shit you not. This is real as fuck. What, what a weird coincidence. Yeah, coincidence. I saw, I, so I saw your tweet about this, and I was going to ask you about it on the podcast. So yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you like beforehand because this has to be a genuine conversation. I did yeah. tweet about it because I could not like keep that in. But so yeah, That's he's crazy. like, he's like, yeah, like, uh, he, um, he was. Uh, someone asked him about his tattoo, and he was like, yeah, like I, I don't know if you are, uh, any of you are familiar with the band Neutral Milk Hotel, and I once I. Once I once he said Neutral Milk Hotel, I'm like, oh yep. shit! Like this is a King it's, Carrot it's Flowers tattoo. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, you know, first time I told my wife I love her was to the song King Carrot Flowers, and we both have a carrot with a crown on it. And I said, dude, this guy wow. is awesome. <laughs> like, like dude, is this awesome. is crazy. Like, this is like the coincidence, the timing. Jeez. The, Can I know, ask what, what class that guy teaches? Um, I'm wondering. Uh, it's readings into urban planning. Okay, so it so, has to do with your major then. Okay, cool. yeah, cool. Shout out to shout out to RJ if it, this ever if he if I don't know if this ever if will get out to him, but yeah. RJ, you know, like he's a cool dude. Sounds like it sounds like a yeah sounds like a cool dude. Dude, he, he's got. Do you, have you heard of the story of the um, Polish bear that like would carry carry ammunition for the Polish military and stuff? I don't think so, but okay. It sounds so it's like, a, sounds like something that it's a pretty like well spread story around the internet. But like a, basically, the Polish army during one of the world wars like found this baby bear, raised it to um, yeah carry ammunition, it. and so whatever. Like that same professor of mine has a fucking bear tattoo where the bear is holding a bomb it's in honor <laughs> of this Polish bear because he's Polish. I'm like. This guy's crazy. That's that's a, that's it. a that's a crazy way to honor your heritage. Oh no, it's it's a nine a.m. class, and I I don't I have no problem going to that class. That's awesome. I love it's that. always I, exciting. I, I, a good teacher makes everything better. Yeah, and there's like really only reading homework, so it's like pretty that's cool easy. But yeah, anyway, anyway, yeah, getting, getting back really anyway, get back in really really give, yeah yeah give, give it yeah. Back so here. we're at the so we're at at the beginning of the album talking about King of Carrot Flowers and yeah. Right off the bat, you just get slapped in the face with like, I mean, just the the, the like the first thing that comes to my mind is the last lyric of King of Carrie Flowers Part One, mm-hmm. when it says, "And your mom would drink until she was no longer speaking, and Dad would dream of all the different ways to die." Yeah, each one a little more that he could dare to try. Like, holy shit! Already, you're like, uh, uh, mom's an alcoholic, uh. dad's considering all these ways to kill himself it's like oh, and then that, that's one way to start an album right i mean getting right into it yeah i i'd also like to say like i didn't look up anything online when about okay. this album so you're going purely off theory yeah because i i know you're you're into this stuff you know yeah, so, so you're into this album huge like okay and i got some theories okay, okay. but we'll get I, into that i would love to hear him because everyone has some theories because no one truly knows. No, and I don't what think the we fuck will know. This guy's talking about. He I don't think we will know. And he is kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, 
Dude, okay, so I, I'm going to read over some notes, and you're gonna, you can talk on them. Yeah, I'd love to comment on um, that. I would say King Carrot, uh, Flowers, Part 2 and 3 is my favorite song. I, I kind of went between that and Holland to 1945. Like, okay. Um, I, that and, and I say, but those are like 1A, 1B, like kind of favorites. But then I would definitely say O'Connelly is like number yeah, two. I because that song is fucking, that song, you t- we were talking about like songs that makes me want to fight people. For some yeah. reason, there's something about an it. Eight minute song is just yeah. like I could like I could sit there like if I had to like go play football or something like that, or get pumped for something. If I'm you going to a concert, to I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna like put head thick fucking dense headphones in, take my glasses off, sit and close my eyes and be like, <laughs> like singing yeah. the fucking song, because that's how good that song is. But anyway, like I'm getting off a of track, but like. My one A one B songs are King of Carrot, the King Carrot Flowers, mm-hmm. Part Two and Three, and, and Holland nineteen forty five. I think King Carrot of Flowers, Part Two and Three, is that he's saying thank you Jesus, I love you Jesus Christ, so yep. powerfully. But then the most pure breakdown you could on the album is right, and then like. Uh, on the top, you know, all that kind of shit. Like, yeah, the classic indie sound that I this album is really known for, you know, like basically yeah. is that second half of the song. It sounds like a lot of stuff that I listen to on my own. Like, it's very reminiscent of even early Black Keys. I hate to, you know, <laughs> turn everything it into, ties back to the Black Keys. It is my favorite band. I got a rep, but That's like, okay. I, I mean. Fuzz rock, like fuzz. I love fuzz. I throw some distortion on a guitar, and oh, I'll and eat this it album up. has distortion. I'll tell you. Oh that. my! And it's beautiful. Like I love the singing. It's it's a mix of good. Indie, I'm so glad that you like, can appreciate like these factors of it because there's like I said earlier, a lot there's a lot of people who don't really understand what's going on in this album. No, it, I, yeah, like I I'll listen to anything. It's not but I'll listen to anything. I that's true. So it's like, and I'll appreciate like I appreciate music, like. uh one night I listened to um, Japanese jazz fusion albums for all, until like four in the morning because I could. Like it, it, I'm yeah. very music guy. You, you know, we're both music we guys. Yeah, we both are. But yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, especially. Yeah. Um, but that, but just that breakdown is purely oh, like awesome. the album. That's like, yeah. It's, um, what else we to going down the list? Um, in an airplane over the sea is annoyingly catchy. Like so that's catchy. all I had to say. And, is and I've heard that song dozens of times, and I can't. Right. I, I. What were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say that's one of the ones that, like, uh, I'd say really showcases like the sound of the album and the instrumentation and the catchiness. Yeah. Less so the writing, but yeah. also it has some sneakily some uh, lyrics that play towards the overall meaning of the album. But yes, I do agree with that. I. See, I couldn't, I couldn't, while I was listening to this song, because I've heard it so much, I couldn't stand it, but I, in a bad way, which is not, it's my, it's purely my ears have heard it too many times mm-hmm. in the crazy yeah. conversations of, oh my I God, this is the best indie song of all time. Like, right. This, this is, like, this is a lot of people's favorite song. Off right. It, it's, but it's just not mine. Like it's, it's yeah. okay. It's no, a good it, song. It, it, I it appreciate it, but either. I can't, I can't listen to it. I don't know. I've heard my it favorite songs have jumped around a lot on this album. I will say my my number one favorite was never this. And as of now, it's probably not in my top three, but it's a I mean, I'm I'm never gonna skip it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's the most I would say it's the most like known song off the album. 
so easily. I knew this song yeah. before listening, but I'd heard it so much I didn't want to listen to the album. Which I'm glad I listened to the album because the rest of the songs are awesome. Yeah. Okay. So and then moving on to Two Headed Boy, I I love this riff. This is super powerful. Like the just the main riff on it. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's um, simple, but it's and I broke down the lyrics of this this uh out of this song, and I was like, okay. I, I have some theories that it's about a dead kid or a sick kid, um, and it's the transition into the fools really good. Like I, yeah. I like the trumpets. The transitions uh, in this whole album are really good. As a lot of like, yeah, like stuff, but yeah, the songs can actually go together, like almost like it's telling an actual story. Right, and um, uh, spoiler alert: this album is definitely telling something of a story. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you later. But oh yeah, no, I, I'm gonna and I'm gonna try to get. I think I'm gonna try to guess. I have literally like paragraphs about. This, yeah, so. I would. I again, like I said, I would love to hear your theories because yeah, there are so okay. many. Um, moving down the list, the fool, a great song. I, I love yeah. the trumpets. Not much it's to say good. about it, obviously, but it's but um, then Holland 1945 is like. I think my most played song off the album since listening to it, it's uh, my girlfriend's one of my girlfriend's favorites. So obviously yeah, when I'm in the car super, with her, super we can both sing to it. Uh, but like, it's the set, like one of the saddest, song, like it's very sad. Yeah. But, like, but dude, it's like, fast and upbeat. This, so you don't like, really. Exactly. But the, the lyrics of like, th- she's buried with her mother and like her something yep. and, yep. you know, 500 families. I was like, um, I'm like this song is about World War II. This album is about World War II. This is yes. very this at least this song is is an ode to the specific like specifically like the Nazis and all that like yeah, the killers and all that because it it's is. Holland 1945. Yep, I mean that's pretty um, obvious from the title, but yeah, yeah. But and then I realized the other stuff about it like a lot of this is about mm-hmm. loss and like death and like on on like either unexpected death. Like I think Two Headed Boy was like has that aspect of. Well, and I'll get into part two because I kind of connect part, part one to part is, two. Yeah, it's, part two is that's surely crazy. something. So yeah. I, I also said that Holland 1945 is an example of what Midwest indie wants to be. Like, so okay. think about, you know, like our boys, Freezer Bees. Freezer Bees. Like that kind of music. They want to sound yeah. like holland 19 yeah i feel that they're a little bit more like rock and roll or this is right. a little more folk but yeah, yeah. i feel but that. do you it's know what i mean way. the energy no the I, yeah production, I sure. it's all what like yeah i actually like, like freezer bees by the way shout out to freezer bees fr- shout out freezer bees that album hometown, is amazing hometown heroes that that album is amazing it's, it actually is pretty pretty good rest repping southeast michigan let's southeast go michigan baby stream the freezer bees yeah um but anyway uh, I also have it as the loss from war, like that kind of vague, like maybe not World War II, but like the, the album in general. general is talking about loss and like yeah, the casualties yeah. of war. And like, um, and then that leads into the communist, communist daughter really well, actually, because I think that's literally, it's about, and like, it's, I said, it's the song is like, it's like must mean some sort of loss of innocence. Um, I said that the daughter in the song could stand something for like a country being violated. Mm, um, I like that. Or uh, it's used for or used for ill intentions, like the movement of the cocoa leaves, like could right. mean the movement of ammunition or like drugs or something vague. Um, yeah. it, or I have more pretty vague. It's like, or a girl has lost, uh, 
has lost uh, any like will to live or like motivation and resorts to sex and drug use. So yeah. that's what I kind of, it's just the, this loss of innocence. I'll, of I'll say about this song. Um, I'll just chime in here. Other, other than, so as far as the chorus goes, which if you haven't heard the song, he seem insane to the mountain. I love yeah. that line. That's my favorite I, line in the whole album. It's one of mine too, but I have not tried too hard to figure out what it means because it's just like obvious. Yeah, well, it's it's it seems obvious, but then it's also like I don't feel like it has to do with the rest of the song. So I've never really looked too deep into this song, except for like the verse where he talked about cocoa leaves along the border, sweetness swings from every corner, mm-hmm. cars careening from the clouds, the bridges burst and twist around. Yeah. So those those lyrics really intrigued me for a while. Right. And I kind of uh, well, I mean, I didn't. I didn't theorize this. I went on genius and read what they meant. Right. I just wanted to know. I wasn't really into making theories, but um, the cars careening from the clouds uh, could be planes. Yeah. And the bridges bursting and twisting around that, that could represent uh, the planes dropping bombs during world war two and that's just the destruction true. that that caused. Yep. And that's a theory that I like to believe for, for this song. It could be hear me out. So because <laughs> of, it the name being communist daughter it could stand for the actual name could be like uh, the motherland of russia because it's a daughter motherland and daughter yeah and communist so still that innocence that innocence like lost during this war like i mean russia faced the most losses out of anybody in the war yeah they did it they lost the most you know the song could be about like that front it could be yeah you know what i mean yeah and the second verse after the one that I just read, now we shift from talking about something general about what's going on in the world back to our same main character of the album. Uh, so throughout this whole album, he describes a she and a her yes. kind of vaguely. Yep. So we go back to, to that character. And the, the kid. like the Right, yeah. The I think it's implied that she's a yeah. child, but yeah. it, it says um, wanting something warm and moving bends towards herself, the soothing proves yep. that she must still exist. She moves herself about her fits. Yeah. And so I think it could be a couple things. I think it could be going off what you were saying about it being like wartime and stuff, where it just proves that she must still exist. Like this could just be, there's something traumatic happening, you know, planes are coming from the clouds and bombing bridges and stuff. And this could just be someone in the heat of that kind of just dealing with the repercussions of that. Yeah. Or it could be pertaining to the more sexual aspects of this song with, semen stains the mountaintops and all that this could be uh, a metaphor for masturbation with bends towards herself i and i thought it was fetal like a fetal position it, oh that that could be it too like like i i imagined people. the communist daughter like after all this shit is happening to her in a fetal position being yeah. like when and the communist stop? daughter could represent a literal person or it could just be like you said it could be the entire Symbolic. country dealing with this yeah that's that's really insightful yeah, this, I didn't this, see it. this short little song. The song's about a minute and a half. Has so much packed into it in terms of the lyricism. Yeah, mo- driving the story of this album. I almost then, didn't write anything about this album, but I think it's the most I have written on a song. Yeah, exactly. It's the shortest song, and it has almost the most packed into it. And then you go from this into O Comely, which is the longest uh, song. Oh, and it's and beautiful. This, and it's beautiful. I love this. It song. is beautiful, and it has my favorite lyrics of the entire album on it. And 
so this is a song that was recorded in one take. Um, they say that Jeff Magnum went into the studio with his guitar and played it and sang it at the same time, all at once in one take. It was, you know, mixed and mastered later. But other than that, this is just the original first take. And if you listen extremely closely to the very end of the song, you can hear in the background someone say, holy shit. And that is another band member in the studio watching this go down. Legend has it. That's awesome. Just, yeah, fun fact. Yeah, I just, I, I thought this is really, this really hit me hard because I, um, I said it was an allegory for being in love with someone that just uses you for sex. Yeah, very um, sexual I, song. I, like, I was, it hit me hard because that's kind of like my last relationship was a lot like that. Like it was very like abusive in that way, like mentally. Yeah. So it, it was like, damn, like, I feel like, like I've been there. Like, I feel like I've been in that spot where the guy, like the, not the actual singer singing it, like the but character, the, the char- I, I'm that, I felt like I was that character. And I was yeah. So like, but I sat there for the whole eight minutes and I was like in that guy's head. Like, I felt like I was there, Yeah, you know? Um, I also have this big or like in capital letters. I'm like, or this is my moment into listening to the album where I figure that it's all an allegory for war, specifically World War II, yes. and specifically the line that his love is buried with 500 families, the lots of you know, like Holocaust, Holland. Yep, like, and you that know. is, I'm actually just literally got goosebumps because that's my favorite verse on the entire album. It's the strong one of the strongest verses. Just that song. sonically songwriting wise and vocal performance wise i think the fifth verse of oh Come Lee, which is what we're talking about is really the holy grail of in the aeroplane over the sea i think it's like the the climax of the entire album yeah like you said i know they buried her body with others her sister and mother and 500 families yep. so that just sets up like well just even like after he sing- and he goes like it's his he doesn't even say a word but then he goes and like kind of goes like ah like he yeah. kind of like hits that high note after mm-hmm. the verses. It, that shit is like, that's like it, pure uh, dopamine in your brain. Yeah. Like, so I see it on? as, I see it as a moment to like think and reflect on what you just heard, mm-hmm. because those those verses hit like a truck. You can't even interpret them fast enough. When he's sing, doing that little that little interlude between verses where he's just singing that note, I I then go and think about what I just heard. And I think that's just like a, an amazing artistic choice. If that was the intention or not, I mm-hmm. think it's just amazing that the verses are broken up with that because it makes you just, it makes me just think. And I love that. Yeah. I, I, that's, it's funny because it's the longest song, the most powerful song, but it's easily summed up. Like it's so like, it's so powerful. Right. That's just a good, powerful song. Right. It, it does its job. It's, it's, I mean, I took it as the more personal allegory for, you know, maybe like the more individual. But I think that's what this album kind of does good is that it makes you feel like it could be this broad story or more individual also, stories of like yeah. this this narrator going through things. And I, yeah. I, I mean, I think like the last like three songs in the album are like like Ghost and Untitled are weak, in my opinion. Like I, they don't, they don't have as much packed into them as the rest. They're good sonically, right. but in terms of narrative, I don't think they add. No, too, I, too I had a lot less written for these. Like I just said, Ghost is crazy powerful, um, and I'm guessing it's another song about loss, like loss of love or loss of 
people that you care about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say actually about Ghost, I, I kind of lied when I said it doesn't really build to the narrative. It talks about the character a little bit. Yeah. But um, it's just it's it's just a weird like for me, it was very different from O'Comley. Like I was very it's like, a it's a stark contrast. Yeah. No doubt about that. Still a good song. Like I think it's still a good song. Yeah, so just, I'll I'll not... say while we're while we're on it, I'll say Ghost get, gave the main fan theory of this out. I, I say theory, it's all but confirmed. Um it kind of gave it its its origin. Um, the lyric he says, um, and she was born in 1929. So that now establishes that this character yes. we're talking about was born yeah. in 1929. Yep. So I, I won't spoil it till the end, but that narrows it down a lot. Yeah. So, real historical figure, but anyways, moving yeah. on. Okay. So, and then untitled is, is, uh, I wrote down, it gives me wow, wow, wubsy mixed with pub rock, like drop kick Murphy's like vibes. Okay. Like, I don't know. That's just like that whole like song. I don't know. Was, <laughs> it's a good song. There's, it's a good song, it. but it was like, it was, a, I actually really liked it, but it reminded me of like, I would be in like a weird, like if I was on acid in Boston during a Red Sox game, that's like kind of what that song would be yeah. playing. Like that song would be playing. Yeah. I, I, I could see that now that you explain it like that. I didn't get it from your first, uh, my more my more random uh yeah i don't know where the wow wow wubsy comes from but we'll just go with it wow wow wubsy vibe anyway did you think uh, that when you clicked on this podcast you were going to get to hear about semen world war ii and wow wow wubsy in the same half who who would have thought we're we're doing something special here with classic mix-up yeah gotta come back to classic mix-up to get just golden moments Anyways, my, my favorite part about Untitled is just leading into Two-Headed Boy Part 2. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I have a lot. Uh, I have a pretty good – I said it, it's just a great ending. Like, it's just it's, – it's, it's Two-Headed Boy Part 2 about is as like – as perfect as you can get. Yeah. It, okay, so I have – I said it seemed to be contrasting the first part. Uh, more. It's a more of a reflection of loss. The narrator sorts of – he sorts of um, – he needs help. Like, he's kind of, like, crying out yeah. for this help. Uh, he's – he's cautioning this boy of this girl that he'll almost like fall deeply in love with her, but then he'll get hurt. So like, she'll die or like be lost to some way. Like I'm assuming that we're following some sort of love and this love is gone. And like, like death is like the theme, I guess. Like, yeah, it's a complex song. There's a lot going on. That's definitely part of it. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, a lyric that reinforces that is at the start of what, so this song is kind of structured in like small verses. I don't really know how to describe it, but mm. I don't know no, it, early, early in the song, but about halfway through he said he, he start it starts picking up and he starts getting more worked up and he says, and in my dreams, you're alive. Mm. That, that to me is, is really telling of what you were saying about how he is dealing with loss, but he's probably not dealing with it in the best way by the sounds of it. Right. And he says, I love you for the rest of your life. And then he switches to now addressing somebody else because he says brother. So he's not talking about the her of this album anymore. Yeah. He's saying, brothers, see, we are one and the same. And you left with your head filled with flames. Mm. And you watched as your brains fell out through your teeth. Yes. 
So I I saw I saw that as the like he's talking maybe to himself or this narrator is talking to himself or like someone right. that he's lost. Yeah. And then after after that. this guy after this this brother or I thought it was like a boy like a younger version of himself. Yeah. Or, that's that's he, what I was. And gonna he kills say. himself like that's what that is is like your brain's falling through your teeth like he probably died himself after he found out he was his love was gone. Yeah. Which is which is deep, but. I think yeah, that's just blatantly what happened. That 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 definitely could be what happens because I'll bring it now to the last verse, the, the last lines of this whole album. Uh, he says, two-headed boy, she is all you could need. She will feed you tomatoes and radio wire and retire to sheets safe and clean, but don't hate her when she gets up to leave. So okay. I think if we if we roll with our kind of current theory through this song that you know there is loss of a loved one and there's death and all that and now he's saying two-headed boy she is all you could need like he's saying like she was the one that he needed but it's now okay she's, that gone. she's gone it's okay right. that she's gone it's okay Dude, yeah. this, there's so many undertones in this album that like so you many- can look at it two different ways you can look right. at it from the personal perspective of of the narrator, like in this song, he's talking to maybe himself as a younger kid. Yeah, or, he, could, he he could be, you know, he's addressing the two headed boy that could be yes, him with him, his, right? Yeah. Or whoever, you know, the narrator isn't really. I don't think is the actual writer, but I think right. it's it's the narrator is separate from the dude writing it, and it's its own character is the narrator. But then the narrator is in some of the songs talking to other, talking about or talking to other people. Like Two Headed Boy, he talks about in the first part, almost more first person. This one he disassociates from. Now that he's, yeah, same now character. he's like omnipresent and talking yes. back to perhaps himself in the His past, younger like self earlier. Yeah. Well, and it, and I think this is like more. This is this like Two Headed Boy Part Two is more about the personal loss of love. Whether it be through death or like in general, just, like you yeah, can take just, it just, as. Right. But that like that last line is so strong because I mean I I don't know like if you, I that you're understanding this because like I feel like I've been through mm-hmm. like some rough love situations like with girlfriends and that kind of thing. Yeah, right. I can't relate as much personally, but um, that's that's great that you got that out of that. It's profound. And so Shit. that now, yeah, but it's okay it, to let them leave. Like, I'm like, right, oh, like, this is like, I needed it. Like, this is like stuff I needed to hear, like, when yeah. a year ago, you know. And like, then finally, the last two lines of the album don't hate her when she gets up to leave. Like, that's yeah. it. She's gone. And but she fed you shit. She, she fed you tomatoes and radio wire. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, She's no. all that you need, but she feeds you tomato and radio wire. You retire to sheet safe and clean and don't hate her when she gets up to leave. Like that's, right. I, I think that pretty much says it all. Dude, it's... Again, like, this album is is way better than I would ever thought of. It's, it's like, insane. It's it's really just... It's the writing is good better. because I think I, I like songs that you can kind of pull away. Like, if you're going to have some emotional songs, they got to have several takeaways. You got to have, like, discussions about them. Like, like yeah. me and you are having right now. Like, yeah, I- I can't believe I'm, I'm so happy, but I can't believe you got all of this out for, of your first listen. I know you took notes, but I haven't listened I thought, to it since. I thought it was going to be. Songs. I thought it was going to be me lecturing you on all of the things that I thought, but I thought it was amazing to hear the things that you thought, and then kind of just chime in along the way of some little things I caught. 
No, I had to. I was listening. I don't have a lot for the first two songs, like first yeah. three. But oh, then you it? started. You started. But then I started it. listening. Yeah. Like first three songs, I didn't give a shit about. But two headed boy, like I love King King of Carrot Flowers. But you didn't part- have that much depth to it. So that but, was me for the whole album. The first. Yeah. I'd say at least two times I heard it before I started. What I so I always knew. Oh, the lyrics are just weird. Then I yeah. started trying to understand them, and there's yeah. so much to them. And that's been the, my last. 10 listens of it i've spent trying to decode this menagerie of right yeah uh, it's 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 insane it's complex everyone should listen to it it's essential to cult classic it is uh, everything that reddit raves about yeah it's you beautiful i mean but it, it's beautiful though oh yeah, yeah i would definitely say like look at this album on your own and say like okay i heard from the classic mix-up that this album is really good um, yeah, I'm gonna listen to own. it. I'm gonna listen to it without looking at anything else, looking at any like YouTube videos, anything like mm-hmm. that. Like, just do your own listen. And if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. But yeah, do this album. But figuring is it out, figuring it out for yourself is super satisfying. You. Yeah. Like what Riley's done, I'm sure you feel amazing that you come away with all this stuff from it. Yeah, I mean, I think even if I like watched a some dude's youtube video on like breaking it down it would ruin it it would still this guy this guy said this about this album no it's about this yeah which which is what makes a good piece of media really in the end is that you you watch it or you listen to it or you experience it in whatever form of media it is and you walk away from it and you talk to the person next to you about it and you don't get the same thing out of it and you discuss it i mean it's like Look at the books you read in English class. Everyone has their own different theories about what certain things mean and symbolism and stuff. This is just that in album form. Yeah, this is like, were you like an advanced English kid? Yeah, I was in I was in AP for. A yeah, me years. too. I was I I was as well. So yeah, we didn't go I, to high school together. We went to middle school together, and then we went yeah, to yeah, yeah. for the record. Yes. So, I. I was a big English nerd. Like I actually read right. the books that you would, you were supposed to take home. And yes, like, that was not me. But I I loved uh, Shakespeare. Loved me some Shakespeare. So yeah. when when someone's like, "Oh man, that's a Romeo and Juliet reference," I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Like that's that's right. Like you already know all the references." Yeah, I you know I like Macbeth. I like all that kind of stuff. So music is kind of like the way that I keep that love of reading analysis in my life because I yeah. just I don't have. Like I, I have books that I like to read, but they're often like more informational books, less like an analysis books. So okay. yeah, but 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 like like you said, listening to albums and analyzing them is kind of a way to, to keep that alive. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Exactly. So now that we're at the end, I'll I'll kind of say the the overarching theory that I choose to believe. Do it about the, the entire thing. So. Yeah. We were really, we really got close to it in two head in our two headed boy part two discussion, because we were saying how it could be about, it could be about uh, many different things, which this album could be about many different things. I I personally like to see it as an allegory, um, a, a kind of a, a parallel drawn between personal love and loss, and the Holocaust and World War Two. And, That's exactly what I've. Exactly. And the, the the great bridge between those two things, the 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 one person who links them, is Anne Frank, who many people believe is the girl that he's singing about, 
and mm. people people like to theorize about Jeff Magnum. He was a he was an interesting character, and he's gone off the grid since this album came out. And he doesn't like interviews, and he doesn't like concerts and stuff like that. He's really exactly the guy you would expect to make this record. Oh, he has some. Yeah, he looks like a. Uh, he's a recluse at, at, yeah. in current times, but people like to say that he has like a weird obsession with Anne Frank. Like he was in love with her, and like he, you know, he he sings about a time machine in O Comely. He says like, "Will she remember me fifty years later? I wish I could save her in some sort of time machine." I like oh, to think wow. of it as Anne Frank is his way of drawing a is his personification of the loss in the holocaust which yeah. is then used as a parallel to uh, maybe a real girl in his life that he does love and lost maybe not necessarily to death but just in the aftermath of a relationship yeah 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 it's heavy shit dude but yeah i <laughs> it's it, it, I'm not okay. Riley can attest that I'm not the type of guy to like say those type of things about like normal pieces of meat. Like, okay, you guys heard me talk about Glow On. I was just like, oh, this is this sounds good. This album does something different for me. It's kind of opened up a new way. It's definitely a different, it's a storytelling album. It's like, it's one of those albums that you can listen to and be like, oh, shit, this is about Anne Frank. Oh, no, this this is about an abusive relationship. If you I, know, whatever, I yeah, like, really, it could be. It's totally up for interpretation, which should be all the more motivation for anyone listening to this to go out and listen to it, pay attention to the lyrics, listen to it multiple times, all that. Yeah, dude. This yeah. is, uh, or be like my professor and confess your love for your now wife to song on it. You know, goals. like goals. I think I, I think I tweeted something a few weeks ago. I was like, she let me hit because I explained in the aeroplane over the sea, and it had a bunch of quote tweets like, "This did not happen," and I'm like, "It did not happen." But <laughs> anyways, I love that I could listen to. I love that like I listened to a whole lot of red this morning, and now tonight <laughs> tonight I'm analyzing in the aeroplane over the sea. I, I like that I had that that range. <laughs> Dude, I. Don't ever give me Playboy Cardi to listen not, to. I, I will not you, listen I'm to not it. I'm not going to give you shit that you're not going to like. Okay, I'm, we're, we're both trying to be I'm not a vamp. I can't. Yeah, I can't I'm do a vamp it. for the record. Let the record show that I'm a vamp, but... Oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> I'm not going to give you a whole lot of red, but I will say that it's a 10. Uh, oh, no. It's perfect. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with it. It's well, what, would you rank, uh, what would you rank this album? A, a 10 as well. It's a, a perfect album. Um, I don't. I, I'm not one for giving albums numbers. By the way, the only time I'll really do it, the only time I'll really do it is if I need a way of saying um, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. So I I'll say ten. Beyond that, I, I don't really like uh, bringing mathematical system into subjective album listening. Are you calling out Anthony Fantano? I'm calling out Anthony Fantano as well as anyone else who ranks albums out of 10, especially after one listen, because I think you're taking a body of work, like a piece of music and you're, you're just, you're narrowing it down to just a a single digit. Mm -hmm. And that just, I don't know. I think if someone listened to an album with the depth of in the airplane over the sea and then just said seven, like, I would just say like, I don't think you're really, 
not because of the rating. I think just just giving it a rating is you're just overlooking. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 that's my thoughts on it. And I don't. And I also I'm not like I don't want to be pretentious. I don't want to gatekeep. I don't care if people rate albums with numbers. I just personally don't do it because I think it takes away from the rest of the review. Like when Fantano posts a new video, people skip to the end because they want to see the number. They don't care about what he has to say. So. That's why I watch his podcast instead of... Um, he's cool. I don't agree I, with his opinions, but I respect what he's doing. No, he gives a lot of people platforms. And I think he... What I think Fantano does good is that he creates a personal connection between the audience and like an artist by having them on things. Like yeah. having Joey when Badass on stuff. Yeah. Like... And Joey Badass calls him out for giving two thousand like a seven or whatever. Yeah. And and Joey Badass is like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, this <laughs> right. is like my magnum opus, like sequel to my most my pop my most Mixed popular Mixed album. Yeah. Like, and Fantano's like, oh, you know, he's just a he's just a nerd like all of us. At the end of the day, we're all it's just true. kind of expressing our opinions, and I think. I mean, I think Fantano like paved the ways for paved the way for a lot of people to express their minds in a way that's not like everybody being like, "Dude, that fucking that Kanye Kanye album is awesome." Like, oh yeah, and then now we all got to listen to Kanye. No, I think Fantano like may not have views that everybody else has, but but it's, it causes but, uh, people to like art like discuss music and actually yeah, open their minds. That's that's what I was saying when I say I don't agree with his opinions sometimes but i love the discourse that he brings up and the results of that yeah. So, yeah yeah do you want to talk about any like new music maybe that came out that i've been listening to i, I don't know yeah i, I haven't really been listening sure. to much new stuff um i listened to uh soundgarden's uh like first album louder cool. than love that album is so heavy. Like I didn't realize how heavy it was. I listened yeah. to it back in middle school. I was a big like grunge guy in middle school too. Right. But never really realized how how more like thrash inspired the first yeah, song my, album is. My stepmom likes them, and she likes Hailstorm and and all that yep. grunge thrashy shit. Um, I think uh, I want to say that my dad and my stepmom were at the last show they ever performed because yeah i remember remember it dude we were middles that was in freshman yeah. year do you remember I, that like i i ran up to you right yeah i ran yeah. up to you and i'm like dude chris cornell died yeah do you remember that shit i, I do and you were you i i didn't know anything about them but then when you said Soundgarden, i was like oh my dad was there i he wanted to go to that show. In detroit the night before i wanted to go to that chris cornell show I bought his um they came out with a double LP like vinyl that was like mm -hmm. a whole bunch of his songs like Audio Slave Soundgarden his solo stuff live stuff I bought yeah. it like I pre-ordered it went to my record store and bought it and I have this poster and like I was a big Chris Cornell fan freshman year Yeah rest in peace rest in peace man at the Fox I think Yeah maybe I'm maybe a, the Masonic I, I couldn't remember that information if I, don't I tried know, yeah. But rest in anyways, peace, in terms of, of uh, transitioning, uh, rest in peace, in terms of new music, there wasn't too much last Friday, but I, I will say that it will be episode, I think, three of our podcast. Uh, September 30th, there is a huge slate of new music coming out. So I don't know 
I don't know if you've been. Is that the Boldy James album that's coming out? So there's there's a lot coming out. So Friday, September 30th, we have Soul Sold Separately by Freddie Gibbs. Long awaited next Freddie Gibbs album. It's been a while. Um, Kiss the Ring by Rome Streets. So Mm. Rome Streets, Griselda debut, executive produced by West Side Gun. Which is going to be disgusting. I am so fucking excited for that because Rome Streets is out rapping just about anybody right now. But we'll get into that in the podcast episode after this new Music Friday. But um, Kid Cudi is dropping Enter Galactic, his album to go along with his new animated show. Yep. Um, Blade is dropping his new album, Spider, which I don't have much to say about. Do you listen to Blade? No. Yeah. I... I tried. I try. Uh, I really like some songs. Some songs I really are not for me, I, but I'm going to give I us a can. shot. I can't. It's, it's, we'll save my I thoughts tried. on Blade for another Blade and the Drainers. I, I think episode. he's a fun dude. I'll say it right now. I think he's a fun dude and he his fans like cool are really dedicated. And I love Drainers. Like, I feel like I get along with Drainers really well. Yeah, I feel like I don't They're really crazy. identify with them, but I feel like I, I don't know. They're crazy, he's a, but he's a polarizing figure. But yeah, I just don't. I I don't. I just can't. I, it's I don't not like the music. It's, it's just. It's not that good. I, I don't really see what people well, see in it. But it's, I don't know. It's fun, I guess. Like I, I can I'll listen be, to I'll it. I'll be tapping party, into the, but... the new album just to see. I, yeah. And then yeah, fifth, fifth and finally, um, Bully James is dropping his new mixtape, yes. fully produced by Nicholas Craven. Uh, they have a single out right now called Power Nap. Yeah, listen it's to a it. Banger. It's so good. It's a banger, yeah. So I'm so excited for a whole tape of Boldy on that production. I, I'm excited for this Friday. For that, this is next Friday. Let's go, Boldy. So, yeah. Dude, that Griselda is up, man. Of course, we talked about this in our lost episode, practice episode. We'll say. Yeah. I guess. I guess we might as well tell, uh, without getting too much into details. Me and Riley recorded an entire episode of Classic Mix Up before yep. this. Yep. That was lost to the void, but uh, it was a good practice episode. So, this is our official episode one, hopefully. Yep. But we talked all about Griselda and Billy Woods and all them. And yep. I don't think we need to rehash that, but damn, no, no, Griselda no. is up right now. And they have Rome Streets and Bowlby James dropping next Friday. Yep. It, and I can already say they're going to be good albums. Like You, you, can, you just know. Yeah. No one from that collective has put out a bad album yet. I mean, they're so consistent. True. Yeah, no, it's it's true. I I don't think I dislike anything that they've any of them have put out. No, I mean there's weaker there's weaker stuff, but it's just Yeah, I mean like if you throw all of West Side Gun songs on a on like a chart based on strength. Right. Uh, I'd say fifty percent of them aren't gonna be super strong. Like but the it's top, the, highest, the strongest fifty percent are highest. awesome, yeah. and a bunch of like nonsense that us music nerds love to regurgitate and say, yeah. like, boo, 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 like you know, like all yeah. that kind of shit. That yeah. he's like hey, selling crack. I sold crack to a pine tree. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's a hive mind bit. Shout out hive mind. Shout out Detroit. Shout out Detroit. I think shout we did out. the same shit last week, but yeah, no, we gotta shout out Detroit, man. That's yeah, we gotta fun. shout out Detroit. We're from yeah, southeast Michigan, Detroit area. Gotta represent. 
dude. But uh, yeah, I haven't been listening to much lately. I mean, I listened to East by Joanna Newsom, which is considered one of the essential folk records of all time. Dude, you're getting into folk, really? Like, oh, big time, big, big time, dude. Yeah. You're getting into folk, folk. I like, love it so much. I love Fleet Foxes. That's what I've been listening to this week a lot. Um, which is awesome. I love Helplessness Blues and their debut uh, self-titled album. Mm-hmm. Their most recent album, Crack Up, uh, or I, I don't know if that's their most recent or not. It might be their second most recent, but I like it. Not as much as the older ones, but uh, it's good. But uh, I've been really listening to Helplessness Blues Heavy, and I've been listening to this album. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually Japanese. It's uh, Ichigo Aoba. I, I believe the album is called Zero. It's just got a pink square for the cover, and it's all in Japanese, and I can't understand a word she's saying, but it's beautiful. So, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'd... Dude, I've been uh, – this band called Palace. Um, they have a 2016 album called So Long Forever. Okay. And I've listened to the whole album like over and over and over past. Like, what genre like, is it? Uh, it's like a, it's like a pop rock kind of okay. slower. I like that. But it's it's kind of it's like right up my alley. Like it's like yeah. I by you saying right up your alley, I can kind of already kind of tell what it sounds like. Like it's it's kind of slower, like. I don't know. It's just good. Like, it's a lot of like uh, slow, like it's sadder music. I would even say. Yeah. It's but not like fast up. up I eat that up. shit up. Yeah. I me. eat that up. For sure. For so, sure. I mean, I've been listening to that. It's really good. Uh, I initially got into them through a song called "Veins" that they released like back in 2014 or something like that. Okay. And it's a song about like love. I recommend Veins as a single, like for you, like right now, like not listening to it right now, but yeah, maybe when we get off the podcast though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, sure. it's um, it's off of their 2014 EP, that's like five okay. songs, and uh, it's I think it's their first EP that's like professionally released or something like that. Yeah, yeah, right. And um, the song Veins is like it. It's good. It's like about a love that becomes kind of toxic, and then he just like use drugs, like heroin, that kind of thing. But it's just good. It's just a good song. Yeah. I don't know. And then it awesome. led me into their 2016 album, "So Long Forever," and that's what I've been listening to. Uh, cool. What else? Yeah, I've been I've been pretty busy in terms yeah. of listening to new music. I mean, I've been you know throwing on playlists. I listened to a whole lot of Red, but that's not new. I've been listening to that for months. So. Oh, dude! I tweeted. This is actually a topic I wanted to bring up. Hosier <laughs> has yeah. a song about getting pegged. Are you serious, dude? I I love me some Hosier. Yeah, but I've never. I've my never girlfriend really brought up an argument about a certain lyric in a song, and this is perfect for this this album or this uh, podcast. Okay, it's called. Oh, shit, I'm trying to find the song. It's called... Oh, okay. I'm trying to find it. Give me a second. You're good. I, I'm, I'm now... Uh, 
Yeah, look up, look up Hosier's song where he gets pegged. Okay, Hosier's God. song getting pegged. I'm gonna Google that. And first thing that comes up is like a Reddit post about like his weirdest lyrics, and someone says a specific lyric. Oh, it's called uh, "Dinner and Diet Tribes," and that's the okay. song. And I like knew the song, but my girlfriend was like. Like I was like, man, I love Hosier. I can play like this song, like Cherry Wine. I love that song. Whatever. And she's like, mm-hmm. do you know this song? She's like, he he like. She didn't say like he has a song about getting pegged. She's like, you know that Hosier gets pegged. I was like, hold on, what? <laughs> this is new to me. <laughs> okay, so what what led you what what led her to believe this? Okay, so I guess it's a pretty common thing that this lyric exists. That like, it's. The song is like pretty like sexual. It's like it's like the chorus is like I've been dreaming of that's the kind of love. He's like, that's the love okay. I've been dreaming of. Like it's very like uh there's lines like let there be damage ensued and the tabloid news. Um what else? I need to find uh hold on, I'll find I'll find it. I'm fun. reading the lyrics of this song. Um, I think I see like the main thing you're talking about. I can't find. I can't. Um, he says at the start of verse two, "Honey, I laugh when it sinks in." Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, I clicked on the genius annotation. It says Hosier could be referring to the fact that he gets pegged. Yes. See, I took it as like he was having sex with the chick, his his girl that he's talking. Yeah, about. he's like, "Oh, let's get out of this." Club. The song to me initially, like when I first listened to, it, was like, "All right, babe, let's." Man, this club sucks. Like, but I'm I'm hot and bothered. Like, let's we gotta yeah. fuck. Like, that's what I took from the song. Like, he needs to get out there. Him and his girlfriend have this tension right now, and they need to go and like have sex. And and this is a a, a pretty vivid conversation i'm having with my girlfriend about this and i'm like no why would he like that's that that could be like normal sex like if he's watching it sink in it could be not a literal thing right. it could be like theoretical like the knowing this that you're a just gonna date idea analyze hosier's pegging lyrics yeah yeah honey yeah yeah it's it, the line is that's the love of that's the kind of love i've been dreaming of honey i laugh when it sinks in i'm a pillar of pride but I don't think that's him. Like it doesn't say like, oh, you're 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 sinking it into me. Uh, do, do so. So, what's your stance? Do you think it's a fan theory, or do you think I it's... think it's a fan theory? Okay. But now it's, it's my. Like now I just believe that that's. I yeah, think it's now, funnier. Now, I think so it's funnier. Us, and anyone who hears the podcast is just gonna have to get the image of Hosier getting pegged if they ever hear this. Song. I think I think it's funnier to believe that that line is him getting pegged. Now, in a serious discussion, I will defend that it's not. But yeah, in a nonchalant I, I discussion, see. I'm always going to say, if anybody brings up Hosier, I'm going to be like, you know, he has a lyric about getting pegged, right? Yeah. Well, and, and even between me and my girlfriend, it's like, Hosier likes to get pegged. Like, it's like, if we're talking about music, it's like... Sounds like a healthy relationship you got there. She convinced me that it was, like, that is him getting pegged. I, I, that's goals. Yeah. And she likes Nutri Milk Hotel. She does, yeah. That's she couldn't. She couldn't believe. She couldn't believe I uh, never listened to it before all the way through. And now we sing a Holland 1945 together in the car. That's so, cute. 
Yeah. Wow. It's gross. Love it. Yeah. Wow. It's disgusting. I literally like I was I was in my room today and I texted her something and I got it and I got I'm such a, I'm such a fucking simp and I punched the door and I don't know why I wasn't even mad I was just like I was opening the door to the bathroom and I like punched it open yeah I was like oh man but what she listens to Neutral Milk Hotel <laughs> I'm I'm already I'm I'm in deep man yeah, like, she's got me. Right Sorry, she's got me. Like this There's music. There's no running away now, dude. It's no, I don't want to run away. I know. I know. I don't want to run away. I'm comfy. Nah. I'm like in a nice weighted blanket. That's beautiful. Right? You know awesome. what I mean? Yes. You're, the, 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 the weighted blanket is your girlfriend liking Neutral Milk Hotel. <laughs> and telling me about how Hosier got pegged. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's stuff I, I love. I, I that's think that's the stuff you can only dream of. Yeah, dude, it's, it's storybook storybook ending. I'll I'll talk about it at your wedding. Oh, dude, dude please. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, but before we uh, sign off, do we want to uh, plug anything? Yeah, I think we're about. Yeah. I mean, we've been going for like what an hour. Oh, uh, we're sitting at an hour twenty-one right now. So oh, that's a good amount of time. That's a, that's a good amount of time, and I think we. We both said we don't really have much more to talk about, so. Oh, do you want to give each other our next yeah. week albums? Yeah, yeah. I was okay, say we're gonna so give each other next week's albums. So, um, have think. you not decided until right in a second? I I had one, but I got to give you. Have you listened to Midnight Marauders by Tribe Called Quest? I haven't. I haven't. Okay, I recommend you that. That is a yeah. number. That's an. Uh, that's a one B. It's. Considering it's tattooed album. on your body, I'm I'm sure it is. Yeah, I do have a Tribe Called Quest tattoo. Yeah, that's yeah. So yeah, that and that album I can talk about for hours. So it's yeah, and uh, I'm I'm gonna give you uh, 1999 by Joey Badass. Because yes, dude. Okay, it gives you an excuse to listen to it all the way through. Yeah, that's I love that's the, one of my I favorite. love two songs. And uh, we're getting back to the genre that I'm a little more comfortable with and can definitely pick out more nuances in and talk dude. about it longer. You want to know something funny though? We literally have a this week we had a folk indie and a punk and album. Hard rock. Yeah. And then That's now it. we're doing both like both rap, rap out. Should we do should we do different genres or just we talk about rap next No, week? dude, I mean, it's it's a rap. I, like rap. I guess it's rap. a rap. That's my favorite genre. Because we gotta get we gotta get prepped for the um the big uh 30th release date, you know, yeah. like you have to get into rap, right. like can't be listening to like rock. Before no. you know, Boldy yeah, drops. You gotta hype yourself up for the for the Boldy. Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, uh, we gotta p- plug our stuff. Yeah, okay. plug our stuff. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Classic Mixup Pod. Yep. Um, I don't really know what I'm gonna use that for. Probably just tweeting updates. Updates, Feature yeah, merch and, drops. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. All that stuff. Lining up all of our celebrity interviews, stuff like that. But. Yeah. I'll probably be tweeting the link when new stuff drops and the schedule. Hopefully, like get, hopefully we'll get our uh, our boys freezer bees on. That would yeah, be a, that'd be an, that'd, that'd be a, a good, good start. Maybe an indie boy Friday, you know, kind of indie yeah. boy week. We I've know, been doing folk do. music Fridays. If you follow me on my personal Twitter, so that's at Classic Mix Up Pod for the podcast Twitter. Yep. You can follow me. My personal account is at Meetsy Mike's Diary. It's M I C I Mike's Diary. Mm. I'm at um, 
I'm at Downerg91, D-O-O-W-N-E-E-R-G, 91 on Twitter. And I just yes, post, I'll post music stuff, random stuff happening in life. That's pretty much mine too. Most cringy of retweets, that kind of stuff. So just to yeah. yell at us, go tell us you know, our opinions. Are yeah, tell us how wrong I am about my interpretation of in the airplane over the sea. I would love to hear your thoughts. No, dude, how right we are. True. I hit, I hit yeah. it. I hit it pretty on the head. No, I mean, you you really nailed it. For... And I didn't even look it up. I didn't look up anything. Yeah. I can... It's impressive. But um, uh, yeah, I guess uh, this has been classic mix up. Episode one, baby. Yeah. Done. Thanks yeah. for well, listening, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. And uh, yeah. see you next week. See you guys.